0: Well, it's March. We're in a new month with a lot of action. So I hope you're prepared for some big movement this month because March is the only month that is both a noun and an action word. And this one packs a lot of action. Let's talk about the March 2022 Energy Report. I love the month of March because it's the only month that's an action word. March 4th is my favorite date of the year because every time I say it, I'm reminded that no matter what's happened in the past, the way out of a challenge is to take one step towards a new beginning. I remember the old saying, March comes in like a lion, and this one certainly does with a blast of a new moon on the second and strong energy aspects to keep us moving forward with courage, clarity, and confidence all month. March themes include awareness, alignment, acceptance, and acknowledgement. It's a big energy month, but that's what we need for the times. If we're ready for some action, March will deliver it in very big ways. March is a nine energy vibration, the number of completion and endings, which also prepare us for new beginnings. We can get stuck in the endings by looking longingly at what's no longer part of our lives and forgetting that endings simply mean we have run out of energy road, as I always say in that situation every ending precedes a new beginning, unless we drag out the endings because we feel the loss more than we see the gain. We've had a lot of endings in the past few years, some of them very surprising, many of them accompanied by disappointments that someone could behave in such an inconsiderate and out of the ordinary way. But what the past few years have shown us is what is in someone's true heart of hearts, what they really feel, and most of all, what they fear the most. While we can look at them and think they're being completely irrational, and that's what it looks like to us, to them and to most people in the world today in the last few years, their deepest fears, the things that scare them the most, the level to which they can experience fear, the level to which they can experience fear and forget everything else that they know, has been tested and some people unfortunately did not pass the test and I'm not being judgmental here but if you look at the actions of some of the people over the last few years I have anyway it's been pretty surprising to see how people that I thought were normal and rational could behave in the way they did it's hard to watch people we thought once thought of as rational act so irrationally but we've also never seen so much fear promoted to so many people in such a global way before if you remember a few months ago i talked about how the energy cycle we thought ended in 2012 actually began so 2021 was the end of that cycle remember all of the 12 12 12 predictions the world was going to end the spaceships were going to come we were all going to ascend and then what happened well december 12th december 21st 2012 happened and nothing happened we're all still here And then everything seemed to get worse after that time. That was my experience anyway. We went through a few years of some really tough times. But what happened is a cycle ended. So the cycle that started in 2002 ended in 2012. And then the new cycle began in 2012 that ended now in 2021. Think back to 2002, Remember what happened in that towards the last part of 2001. What was 2002 like? If you remember, it was another global fear event. And as you look at 2002 to 2012, and then extrapolate from 2012 to 2021, we are in another cycle. That's what 2012 really was an ending. But it also started a new ascension cycle, as did the ascension cycle that happened in January of I also said then that we were in Ascension 2.0 now as of January 2022 when the Ascension cycle that happened in April 2003 ended. So not only did we have this nine-year cycle from 2002 to 2012, actually the end of 2011, but in 2003, we had the nodes enter Taurus and Scorpio. And then 19 years later in 2022, that cycle repeated itself. That's that Ascension 2.0 cycle. So we have all these cycles merging and converging together. And if you look up energy cycles within my podcast and within my blog, I write a lot about energy cycles. And specifically, I wrote about the energy cycles that have been mixed together and that have been ongoing in the last three or four years and they're actually very important because not only do they mark new cycles for humanity they also mark new cycles for all of us so we are actually going through these different cycles as we are expanding and changing and ending and beginning and growing and releasing and bringing new things in it's so complex as i was going to say convoluted that at times it can feel like we're standing still But if we appear to be standing still, then know that under the surface, there's this massive game of Jenga going on at lightning speed that's shifting energies and plugging in new energies and pulling out old energies and shifting the dynamics of 3D as we continue this 3D-5D integration. Energy moves in cycles, and looking at the timing of cycles can help us understand where we are in this process and how we're moving through it. Since we tend to look for the end point of any experience, especially one that is challenging, and spend a lot of time hoping it will be over soon, we miss the opportunities to acknowledge every step of our progress because we don't think it's over yet. What exactly does being over look like? Where are we supposed to be and what are we supposed to be doing? As you've heard me say many times over the past 10 years or more, I blame the people who have over-spiritualized the Ascension experience and led many people into the complacency and serenity of the false belief that this was a done-for-you experience and that all they had to do was think of Ascension bliss and they would be in the land of fairies and unicorns to be master manifestors, to have vast wealth at their hands, and to live a life of grace and ease forever. Cue in the scratchy record sound here. What this created was a lot of people who were sitting around and waiting for things to happen because they didn't understand that Ascension is not a physical event. It's an energy cycle that will and does have physical ramifications and outcomes. And there's no end to Ascension. There are movements into new Ascension cycles as we experienced in January 2022. So if you're one of those people who is waiting for ascension to end so you can get on with your easy life in 5D, you may have to wait a long time and you probably won't like the energy of March very much because in a month whose name is both a noun and an action word, the key element is action and there will be plenty of it. Before we look at the themes of March, I want to look at the astrology events. And I look at the astrology events because they are a mirror of the energy that's happening on the planet. And if you don't think astrology is significant, let me ask you this question. Do you pay attention to Mercury retrograde? Do you notice that it's during Mercury retrograde moments that you're likely to lose things, miss connections, miscommunications, and things like that? That's astrology and that's Mercury retro the astrology really does give us a heads up or kind of a mirror of what's going on in the world and what's going on with the energy and these energy patterns have significant ramifications on us look at the different kinds of events that we've had like last year when we have the Saturn a square all year which we have again this year but also the year before when we had the Saturn Pluto conjunction That was a big year, and that was there was a lot going on. Look what happened on the global stage. Astrology is important, and that's why I look into the astrology events too. Remember, we have the Saturn Uranus square energy in effect all year, which we also had all of last year, which is significant. And which is what we're seeing with the challenges to the status quo, the power to the people movements, the truckers' convoys, the challenges to the system, and the growing rise of discontent as the community of humanity, represented by Uranus, realize that they have been controlled, dominated, manipulated, coerced, subverted, and deceived by the corporatized forces of 3D, Saturn. The interesting element is that it's occurring from Uranus in Taurus, a sign that is all about self-indulgence and beauty, and Saturn in Aquarius, the sign representing 5D community and higher thought. And Just a little astro note here, Saturn historically, in traditional astrology, rules Aquarius. In more modern astrology, it rules Capricorn. But traditionally, Saturn ruled the sign of Aquarius, which is higher thinking, higher thought, community, connection and it's ruled now by Uranus, but it really is the sign of the 5D energy. It's a contradiction in terms, but everything today seems to be a contradiction where truth or lies and up is down, right is left, and the illusion is not the reality, and vice versa. We're inching towards enlightenment here, one tiny moment of awakening at a time. We're also moving closer to the Jupiter-Neptune exact conjunction on April 12th, a watershed moment in our collective journey of ascension and spiritual awareness this is an aspect that previously happened in the 1850s I think around 1856 is when it was exact and it always comes with the new spiritual awakening and if you want to do your own research it happens about every 156 years so go back hundred and fifty six years And you'll see that at every conjunction of Jupiter and Neptune like this in Pisces, there is some kind of major spiritual awakening or major spiritual movement, some kind of enlightenment that happens collectively in society. In 1856, it was the spiritualist movement. In 2022, it's all about energetic awareness and energetic sovereignty. Do you see how the Saturn Uranus Square is both allowing the awakening to occur and preventing it at the same time? March also has a beautiful and ongoing Mars-Venus conjunction in Capricorn that's going to exactly conjunct Pluto and Capricorn on March 4th. And what a testimonial to the power of the people, the rise of the collective, and the embodiment of the highest and most fulfilling aspects of our divine and material selves. This is the true self, self, human and divine, spiritual and material expression. And in Capricorn, it represents the victory of the light over 3D and the ongoing 3D-5D ascension integration. This is not an end. It's an empowerment. Our struggle with our divinity and humanity is one which takes precedence. And on a more rational scale, it's the struggle between the masculine and the feminine. The Mars-Venus conjunction, which is very close until March 19th, is our opportunity to explore how we are balanced, grounded, and centered in these two aspects. What no one is talking about with this conjunction, especially the Pluto conjunction on March 4th, is that Mars is what's called exalted in Capricorn, which means it's at its highest expression in this sign. So, it's extra powerful and actually has a much stronger action even than Pluto, which is at a bit of a disadvantage in Capricorn. The March 2nd new moon is a power packed energy boost. Think of monster drinks on steroids, with the Sun, Moon, and Jupiter conjunct in Pisces and the Mars, Venus, Pluto conjunction in Capricorn. And right in the middle, in between them, is a Mercury, Saturn conjunction in Aquarius. It's a party. Mercury doesn't get a lot of attention until it goes retrograde and messes with everyone's travel and communication plans. And it's the smallest planet. It tends to get ignored until, of course, it goes retro. But Mercury also rules karma. Here we have the two planets that rule karma, Saturn and Mercury, so Saturn is the lessons of karma, Mercury is the experience of karma, conjunct in Aquarius, the sign that rules 5D and its energies, as well as higher thinking and enlightenment. It's time for us to make some serious decisions about our karmic journey, what it entails, why we're on it, and what we plan to do about it in the future. Do we continue on with the endless karmic cycles or do we let bygones go on by and start living from our 5D creative freedom instead? Karma sucks the joy and life out of us. It robs us of our serenity, our peace of mind, and the full expression of our energy. Karma keeps us mired in the endless cycles of retribution, revolution, restitution, and revenge. We think we're doing our job by healing others or persecuting them, but that's just another expression of our karmic energy, looking for absolution, acknowledgement, approval, or a new level of alignment. When do we get off of the karmic merry-go-round? Whenever we're ready to stop. And move on. And we'll get that opportunity in March, but only if we're ready to take it. So, let me tell you how karma works in your life by sharing my recent experience of having to replace the sewer pipes in my house. So, as you may know, if you follow me on Facebook, I had a massive sewer backup in my house the end of January. And three weeks later, I had another one. So I had to have a plumber come out and go through the line and break up whatever was blocking the, the sewer line. Then three weeks later, I had another backup. So they brought it a camera and used the camera to go through it and told me I had at least two breaks in my sewer line. So I scheduled to have the line replaced, which had to be done. But when they came to replace the line, they learned some interesting things. First of all, somebody planted a tree right next to the sewer line. Well, The sewer line had actually had this break in it for many, many years. In fact, as the plumber told me, it had not been properly joined together and glued. So it had opened up and the tree had stuck its roots in the line, opened it farther, and was getting this unlimited supply of water and fertilizer because it was feeding directly into the sewer line for years Now the tree is a Bradford pear, which generally have a lifespan of about 20, maybe 25 years. They're rather fragile trees and they tend to fall over, well not this tree. The plumbers had kind of booked in about five hours to do my sewer line replacement until they started digging around the tree because the tree roots were all wrapped around the sewer line. And what they found is that the tree had a large root that was almost 12 inches in diameter that had grown right next to the break in the sewer line. The the first break had sent little shoots into the sewer line, and this is how it fed. The root was enormous. That tree was never going to fall over. It was never going to die because it was living off of the endless supply of water that it was getting from my sewer line. Well, it took them hours to cut through that root, and it took them hours to you know, finally dig the trench and get down into the sewage. And they found roots from the tree at another break in the line that was much farther, much closer to where it tied into the main city sewer line. But the tree was literally artificially strong and had grown artificially big roots, unnaturally big roots, because it was feeding off of the sewer line. This is what karma does to us. It feeds off of our energy. It compels us to engage in behaviors and actions that we wouldn't normally engage in if we knew the full consequences or if we felt we had another choice, which we don't. And this is one of the things that March is going to make us very aware of. And it's this need to make different choices do you want revenge do you want retribution do you want restitution do you want someone to replace energy they stole from you or replace something they took for you or are you looking for some kind of revenge which is one of the main energies of karma so karma is this endless merry-go-round this endless cycle of you did this to me so i'm going to do it to you when I first started channeling way back in February 2004, the very first messages that I put up involved karma. Because one thing that Archangel Uriel said, Archangel Uriel is my main channel guide. And one of the first things he said was, we have come here to end our karmic cycles. We have come here basically to end karma. Hmm. And let me just remind you, there's no karma in 5D, the 5D energy space. So we have to end our karma if we're going to be in that full 5D integrated space. So what exactly did that mean? Well, what happened was we came here to end the karma. So we brought in our most difficult karma, our most challenging partners, the most difficult obtuse challenging people we could find with the hardest karmic lessons and our most compelling karmic lessons and the ones that we have spent lifetimes trying to resolve to our satisfaction we brought all those with us in a single lifetime and then decided that we were going to work our way through them but something went a little bit wrong because we are still doing that today probably to a lesser degree because we've been doing this for a while now and when do we get off the karmic go round whenever we're ready to stop and move on and we'll get that opportunity in march but only if we're ready to take it march themes of awareness alignment acceptance and acknowledgement are part of that karmic decision making awareness is what we allow ourselves to see and know We don't see what's in front of us. We usually see what is energetically aligned, convenient, and aligned with the truth that we allow ourselves to know in light of the consequences that accompany that truth. Alignment is what we are in line with energetically. Spoiler alert, it is not some enlightened aspect of our life path. We are always aligned with what we have going on in our lives in every moment. When we're ready for a new level of alignment, we'll want something new and seek it out. There is nothing special about alignment, although a lot of people teach alignment and will tell you that it's a high level of spiritual growth. It's not. It just represents what your energy, frequency, and vibration are in line with. So if you are in a bad relationship, you're having all kinds of problems, your life isn't going well, then you're aligned with those things. And I can say that because if you weren't aligned with them, they wouldn't be happening. So if you want different things in your life, you have to align with the energies that will bring those different things to you. Acceptance is our toughest challenge as I've been writing ever since the early days of my channeling work in 2004. At that time, Archangel Uriel, my channeling guide, told me that it's our toughest lesson in this lifetime, and he was right. It's tough because we think we're here to resolve our karmic journey with others, to heal and to change them, when most of the time the lesson is ours to learn. We're supposed to learn that we are to accept someone's choices and decisions no matter how ill-advised or wrong we think they are, because that is the path they chose to walk. Lifetimes of being the martyred healer have propelled us into ever more challenging lifetimes with someone because we think we need to heal them when the truth is far different. The lesson is we need to accept their choices and move on. The opposite of acceptance is judgment. So if we aren't accepting someone's choices, then we're judging them based on what we think is right for them. And none of us has the authority to do that unless we're taking care of an infant or a young child. And the March theme of acknowledgement is tied to acceptance because it's about accepting and acting on the knowledge and seeing what is, and accepting it as it is, without feeling we need to change it in any way. What we see as someone's mistakes may be, and and often is, their life path. What we see as someone's lack of spiritual understanding may be their most powerful moment of spiritual growth in their many lifetimes. Acknowledgement is not judgment, it's acceptance. It's that part of acceptance which says, I see, I know, And I allow you to be so. That's not all we have going on in March, though. We have the solstice on March 21st, heralding the first day of spring and a full moon on the 18th, bringing in lots of grounding and healing energy for us as it's in the earth sign of the healer, Virgo. It's also expanding the energy of the March 2nd new moon since it's also connected to Pluto. It's going to be a big theme in Mark, this whole Pluto and Capricorn, the Pluto conjunction. We just came off of the Pluto return for the United States. So there's a lot of Pluto, which is all about deep transformation. This isn't just turning over a little leaf. This is chopping down the entire tree. It wouldn't surprise me to see a global unifying event or an event that forces the truth to be revealed happen around March 7th, which is when Mars and Venus enter Aquarius almost at the same time. If you remember in December 2020, Jupiter and Saturn entered Aquarius together. What was going on at that time and how far have we come since then? Hint, cue in the song, we ain't gonna take it anymore. If you have been tired of the slow moving energy or feeling like things should be moving a lot faster march is your month but remember the faster we move forward the faster we release and replace energy so if you're ready to put that process in hyperspeed mode, good for you. Just don't be surprised if it feels like it's moving too fast or out of control at times, because the ascension fast track—and there is one—is about releasing as well as receiving, and being willing to take big risks for big results. We're there now. Do you agree? Did you know that February was my 19th year in business? My first website, article, and newsletter were posted on February 4th, 2004. So I'm entering my 20th year of this journey with you. It has been long, eventful, and very hard at times. We've been through a lot together. And for those of you who've been with me since the beginning, thank you for your commitment, trust, loyalty, love, and friendship. I made a commitment to be a bright light on this journey, even though at the time I thought it was just going to be a six-month process. It's my profound honor to still be on this journey with you, and if you're just joining me, welcome to the Enlightening Life community. If you've been here for a long time, we're going to keep on trekking together. We are achieving significant victories every day, and this show is not over yet. Have a great month. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.